0: of games and I'm locking in my picks for all of the SEC action taking place tomorrow and we start in Winston-Salem Vanderbilt travels to Wake Forest to take on the Demon Deacons Wake Forest in this one I believe is a 10 point favorite Vandy sits at 2-0 and as we mentioned those two wins have come against Hawaii and Alabama A&M Wake Forest won their first game against Elon. This is a huge game for Vandy if they are going to hit that over three-and-a-half win total. Even if they don't win this game, it's still possible. But here's the kicker. If Vandy wins this game, they can hit the over on the win total in non-conference play because I believe their their other non-conference opponent is, is, I forget the actual opponent, but it's somebody much lesser than, even than Vandy. If they do not win this game, Vandy will have to win an SEC game. So, which team is it going to be? Do they beat Kentucky again? Do they upset Mizzou? God forbid! Do they upset the Gamecocks? Do they do they take down a you know I don't know an Auburn? Do they something crazy happen? If they beat Georgia? Like I have no idea. So, this is a massive game, and especially you know Clark Lee's made the statement. Hey hitting the over win total. That's not our goal. Our goal is to get to bowl eligibility. If they're going to do that, I think you have to win this one. And I think Vandy does it. Give me the Commodores in the upset. I think Vandy moves to 3-0. I love A.J. Swan on the road in this one. Uh, their playmakers, Will Shepard, Jaden McGowan, They've got some issues on the offensive front. I like their young playmakers, though. Their freshman running back, I think, has been really good for them. If they can get some quality play from their secondary, which the good thing is this, Wake Forest no longer has Sam Hartman, right? So this is not the same Wake Forest team. This is not the same Wake Forest program. Give me Vanderbilt. In the upset, right, SEC week one had really tough sledding. Against the ACC with South Carolina falling to North Carolina, LSU falling to Florida State. I think Vandy carries the CC banner, and they take down Wake Forest in Winston-Salem. We move to Lexington. The Kentucky Wildcats taking on Eastern Kentucky. Kentucky wins this one, and they win big. I think Devin Leary, Liam Cohen, that offense, I think they get rolling. I think physicality, again, is the word of the week in Lexington. I think U.K. cruises in this one as they get themselves prepped for SEC play and navigate through the early part of their schedule. Miami hosting Texas A&M. And guys, as I mentioned previously, I locked in Texas A&M minus four, and I'm not backing off that. I'm a believer in in the Bobby Petrino offense in College Station. I'm a believer in Connor Wegman. I'm a believer in Anaya Smith and Evan Stewart, that array of weapons. I'm a believer in that defensive line, that defense as a whole, and I'm a believer in this roster. It's one of the most talented rosters in college football. I think the only reason, and, and, and Miami's a solid program. Tyler Van Dyke, their quarterback, they've got some weapons. But I think the only reason, guys, this line is so close is because we don't know what we're getting from a yet. People are so scared to give any credit to the Aggies because of getting burned last year. And I'm not saying that's not fair, but you know what? I say it every year that I won't do it. I'm doing it. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I got A&M winning this football game. I think they win it by double digits. I think they win it big. I think they take down Miami and Coral Gables and move to 2-0. Tennessee taking on Austin, PA. Not close. A lot of points. Nico gets in the ball game late, tosses a couple of touchdowns to, I think, make a lot of pressure on Joe Milton, believe it or not, going in that Florida game. I, I, I think as Nico plays well, I think there's going to be a portion of the fan base that's almost waiting on Joe Milton to fall, which is not really fair, but it is what it is. So Tennessee wins big. Nico plays well late. A uh, lot of offensive fireworks in this one. Tennessee moves to 2-0. Same thing with Missouri, Middle Tennessee State. I think Mizzou gets it up. I actually think this, though, is closer than people are expecting. Middle Tennessee, not as bad a team as they showed against Alabama. Alabama is just that good. So, I think Brady Cook, QB1, Luther Burden, I think you're going to see big plays, and then that suffocating defense, that's really what Mizzou is hanging their hat on this year and should be hanging their hat on. But I do think Middle Tennessee makes this one a little bit uncomfortable, but Missouri will get the W in Como.
1: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Florida taking on McNeese in a night game at the Swamp. I've got the Gators. I think they bounce back in a big way. It's getting Back to the running game for Florida. Montrell Johnson, Trevor Etienne, winning at the point of attack on the offensive line, dominating in the trenches. The defense was not the problem against Utah. It was the offense. But Graham Mertz does not need to be put in a position where he's being asked to throw for 300 yards, and you're only getting like 20 or 30 yards rushing out of your your top two ball carriers. Florida's got to get back to running the football Running it effectively, I think they do that in this one, and I think they run away with a victory against McNeese. We go to the West Coast. I know I'm kind of jumping around in regards to kickoff times, but this is how our graphic is laid out. Cal is hosting the Auburn Tigers. Now, I love the over in this one, and I can't wait to stay up late and watch this ball game. But I love the over, right? I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Back and forth, we got two really, really good offensive coordinators. You have Spavadol, I believe it is, with Cal, and Chip Lindsey with Auburn. Or, excuse me, it's Phil Montgomery, Chip Lindsey's UNC. Phil Montgomery with Auburn, excuse me. I think there's going to be a lot of points in this football game. But I think Hugh Freeze was on to something when he pleaded with his fan base for patience. It's not going to happen overnight. And although Auburn's the favorite in this one, I like Cal, and I like Cal straight up to beat Auburn. Auburn drops a tough one on the road, going out to the West Coast. I like Cal a lot. I like their their offensive attack and what they present, the challenges that they present. A defense, and all in all, again, I just think with Auburn, I think it's going to be up and down this year. I think year one of Hugh Freeze, you expect that in year one of new coaches. I think it's going to be up and down. I think this will be one of those hiccups. I think Cal takes down Auburn at their place and gets the W. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation or go to gametime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S P or S U P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Georgia taking on Ball State. Again, ho hum. This is a yawn fest. Georgia will do whatever they want, and this is more about Georgia and their final tune-up before they take on the Gamecocks next weekend to begin SEC play. I think Carson Beck will be – I don't want to say he'll be much better because it's not like he was bad, right, against uh, uh, against UT Martin in their Week 1 game. I think you're going to see more wrinkles offensively, though. I, I think Georgia's going to open up the playbook a little bit. Um, you know, I, I think Kirby's smart. It's continuing to fight – complacency, and it's really hard to get your team fired up to play these these small, non-conference opponents, but I think Georgia, you know, I, I think they put on a little bit of a better showing early in the ballgame. I think Georgia controls this one start to finish. Dogs win big. Ole Miss goes out to New Orleans to take on Tulane. This has got the makings, guys, of one of the most fun games of the afternoon, a three thirty kick. Lots of points being scored. I love the over. I also love Ole Miss to go in there and get the job done. I know this is a top 25 matchup in two lane. They beat Southern Cal in their bowl game. I just don't think they have the horses to keep up with Ole Miss from start to finish. I love Ole Miss Jackson Dart, what we saw in week one. Uh, they've got Trey Harris, I believe it is, on the outside, big time weapon for them. I think that Pete Golding defense, I think, is going to continue to show those improvements. But I do think it's going to be an offensive shootout. I really do. But I think Ole Miss just has more in the chamber than Tulane does. Lock me in for Ole Miss getting the W. Arkansas and Kent State. Arkansas rolls. K.J. Jefferson. Rocket Sanders. Guys, did you see the video, by the way? If you have not, go on our timeline. I posted it. Go check out the video of K.J. Jefferson. Literally like a bowling ball. Just boop. Guy runs at him full speed and bounces off of K.J. Jefferson. Like, you can't teach that. You you just, you cannot teach that size. You cannot teach that physicality. This dude is Cam Newton Jr. back there, and nobody on Kent State's roster is going to be able to stop him. LSU returns home to take on Grambling. LSU wins. LSU wins big guys similar to how many of you are not throwing the Gamecocks' season's chances away after one week. I'm not doing that to LSU either. I I think LSU, my mind doesn't change a whole lot about them as a football team leaving week one. I'm more so impressed with what Florida State did than what LSU did not do. So I think LSU comes home. I think they get some things figured out. They'll pick apart grambling, but it's more about LSU getting some things right. I'm curious to see... How they adjust with Harold Perkins? Do they continue to use him in that off ball linebacker role? Do they put him more in the traditional spot he was in last year? You know, offensively, I think Jaden Daniels, Malik Neighbors, I think they cook. I think the running game gets going. LSU wins big. And I think more importantly, they figure some things out on their home field. Of course, guys, already locked in Gamecocks taking down Furman. We move to Mississippi State and Arizona. This one in Stark Vegas, Arizona sits as a 10-point underdog, and guys, I've already gone on record, picked Arizona, plus 10. I think this is a really close back-and-forth ball game. Mississippi State still figuring some things out offensively under Kevin Barbe. Will Rogers getting used to things. Mississippi State fans are not used to leaning on a running game. They're not used to running the football and stopping the running, kind of playing that quote-unquote boring brand, but... That's what they're going to have. And I think it's going to pay off for them this season. I just think Mississippi State fans have to embrace this new era of football. If they can do that, I think they'll be very happy. This is going to be a really fun ball game, really close ball game. I think it's back and forth. I do have Mississippi State, though, pulling out a close one. I think it's a close one in start Like Arizona, plus 10 like Mississippi State straight up I think they get the W night game in Starkville as well I think the atmosphere will help but I do and I do think State will do enough to move to 2-0 ahead of a huge game next weekend as they take on LSU in Stark Vegas. And finally, the big one. Alabama hosting Texas in Tuscaloosa. Everyone in the college football world has their eyes on this ballgame. Guys, pretty much everybody I know that's in college football, that's in media of some sort, like, they're going to Tuscaloosa. I feel kind of left out in that regard. Either way, though, this is going to be a fun one, man. I I, got to say, I'm just going to tell you guys right now, (laughs) admittedly, I'm going to be watching Carolina Furman on one screen and Bama, Texas on another because I cannot wait to see this game. Texas is back. We've heard that, right? Texas is back. Is Texas back? Finally, Quinn Ewer, Steve Sarkeesian, Xavier Worthy, a revamped defense. They're back. And every time we say that, Texas falls flat. On Alabama's side, I'm so intrigued to discover who is Jalen Milroe really. You know, Bama's talked about playing this, this bully ball type of attack. And I think they will. I think they're going to run the football. I think their goal is is going to be pummel Texas into submission on the line of scrimmage. Here's my biggest thing, guys. I, I picked Texas over the course of the offseason. I picked Alabama to go 9-3. and three. Guys, I don't think Alabama's issues are fixed because they beat Middle Tennessee State by 50 points. Give credit where credit's due. Bama looked really good in doing so. Jalen Milrow on the deep ball, his athleticism. They've got a stable of running backs. They're big. They're physical on the line of scrimmage. What you'd expect from the Crimson Tide. But I got to see more. Like, there's a reason we doubted this group all offseason. I think Jalen Milrow's a great athlete. I'm not sold on him yet. Now, we get to the end of the game against Texas, and he's played well, and they just beat Texas, then I'll I'll tip my cap and pay, you know, I'll eat crow for sure. But I'm not sold on Jalen Milrow yet. I'm not sold on him being this, you know, this fantastic quarterback. Can he not turn the football over? What does he do when those windows shrink down? On the other side. I believe in Quinn Ewers. I believe in Texas. I believe in Steve Sarkeesian as a head coach. He's one of the best damn head coaches in all of college football. And I think Texas, yes, it's tough going into T-Town, going into Tuscaloosa. I think they're going to want to make a statement coming into the SEC next season. They're going to want to make a statement that, you know what? We're not just coming to the league. We're coming to compete and we're coming to win and win titles. I'm not going to sit here and say Texas is back. But Texas is on the way back, and they're going to beat Alabama. They're going to expose Jalen Milroe. I don't believe Jalen Milrow will not turn the football over when the game's on the line. I, I don't believe that this Alabama football team will be disciplined. They're one of the worst in the country at doing that last year. Should have lost to Texas last year. If Quinn Ewers is, does not get hurt, they lose that ball game. I don't think Quinn Ewers gets knocked out of this one early. I think he plays all four quarters, and I think he leads Texas to victory. Hook him, hook him, horns. Give me Texas taking down Alabama in a huge victory for Steve Sarkisian and that group from Texas.